welcome to church tonight. It's nice to see you all. Um, if you'd all like to stand in your, to your feet, we're going to continue on with praise and worship today because it never stops, right? So if you stand with us, <laughs> stand with us and we're just going to sing to God. Now I'm set apart From the ash I am born again 
are you doing? All right, all three of you good? Everyone else doing all right? Fantastic, nice to see you tonight. We're going to have a great time. Uh, we have got some baptisms planned tonight, so that's going to be fantastic. And uh, we've got some other good things happening too, so great to see you. Why don't you say hello to three or four people and then grab a seat for a couple of minutes. tonight wonderful to have you here can I encourage you at the end of the meeting there's a table down the back there'll be some people to help you please take a uh, white bag off there there's information about who we are what we do where we're heading and um, if there's any way we can help you on your journey we would like to do that so it's great as I said to have you here is there anyone had a birthday or a wedding anniversary in the last week at this time of the year. Ben Ong, come on. Yeah, you better come and see me, mate. Is it today, Ben? Oh, happy birthday. Fantastic. It's been the only one this week. The only one. The only one. Look at that. Oh, well, do you want to jump up on your feet? We get to bless Ben. So when we say your family, you can say Ben. How's that? Here we go. Father, thank you for Ben. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity, purpose and protection over him this year. Activate your love and goodness through him. In the name of... Blah, blah, blah. I got tangled up at the end. Sorry. Bless you, man. Happy birthday. Fantastic. Well, there's a couple of things I need to let you know about tonight. Bible land trip that we're planning for April next year. If you're planning on coming on that or you'd like, you know, you're interested in coming on that, we need to know your interest fairly quickly. Um, there's brochures in the foyer and we need to know your interest quickly because there is a maximum of 46 seats available and um, if they don't all get filled by us as a church here, I'm just going to go wider to some other churches as well. So it'll only happen if we can fill the tour. But if you'd like to come, that would be fantastic. We'd love to have you on that tour. It would be great. As I said, there's brochures. Secondly, the School of Leadership starts again on the 11th of July from 6pm to 7.20pm on the Tuesday evening before prayer. It's four weeks only. And uh, this module is all about personality types, the way you've been created, the way you've been made. And, and uh, some people don't like the subject. They go, oh, it puts a lid on who you are. But I totally disagree with that. I actually think it empowers you to make the most of who you are. And um, so I encourage you to be part of that. The price is zero, it's free. We just wanna see you there and uh, developing in your leadership and the, the leadership capacity in your life. That would be fantastic. Also, if you came out last Sunday afternoon to the malls, well done. It was a bit of a stretch for many people, I know, but good on you for doing it. And um, it was a lot of fun, wasn't it? A little bit sad we got kicked out of the malls, but that's the way it goes some days probably should have asked permission but uh, that was a lot of fun well on your seats tonight you will find faith promise cards faith promise is the way we do our global mission here at activate and if you're part of activate church this is part of what we do 
It's, uh, it's just who we are. It's part of our DNA is that we throw ourselves in behind global mission and we touch all over the planet with things that we're doing. And um, the way Faith Promise works is basically pray and ask God how much you need to be sowing into it this year and then by faith fill out the form, put the form in and then wait for God to do the miraculous and provide the money for you to give for global missions. This is the way we fund our global mission. It's the way we've done it for many years. We have a huge legacy as a church with global mission. And um, this year we need to get your cards in as soon as possible because we've got some decisions to make. So this last week, just to tell you one of the things that is happening, this last week I met a, um, a gentleman from China. I met him in Hong Kong. And um, he really wants us to help him in his church that he's planted there, in the church that he's leading there. He has a great vision that they've got groups going around. They want to plant, I think, 10 churches out of the church they've got going. And then um, he also has a real vision to see minorities in the community impacted with the gospel. So it was really, really good because I was able to connect with one of our missionaries, Grant McAllister in Hong Kong, and introduce the two of them. Grant has a heart for the minority groups. And so they were able to talk on first, you know, like one another, not through me. Because when he emails me, he, the guy emails me in Chinese, which I can't read, I have to do the Google thing. And when I email him back, I email him back in English, and he can't read that, he has to do the Google thing. So Grant speaks Mandarin, he speaks Mandarin, we're able to join them. And there's some really exciting things going to come out of that in the next while. It's, it, Grant actually asked him, um, said to him that if I was going to be spending time in their church, he needed to give me a Chinese name. And so apparently that is really, really significant in China to be asked to name someone. So he said at the time, he said, look, I can't do that straight away. I've got to, I've got to put some thought, some prayer into that, think about it. And so that's fine. Then later in the meal, uh, he stopped and he said, I still need time and thought to put into the Chinese name. But I'll tell you what I will do. I'm going to give him the same, sermon, uh, same surname as me because we're now brothers. And that's pretty significant for what? is happening with God moving forward there. So that's, you know, it's all part of global mission. That's what we do. It's fantastic. So it's exciting, eh? Well, hopefully, is that, um, will the video work, do you think? We're going to give it a crack. There's a video um, of another one of our missionaries, Kay, who is in Belgium. And while that's playing, can I encourage you to fill in your card? Because we really need those to come in. And um, it is really, really important for our missionaries that we get the information because we make decisions based on that. And, uh, you know, they rely on us for what they're doing. They're there because we keep them there, basically. So if you can fill out the cards and the hosts will come round and collect them at the end of the video. Thank you. If you were to say to someone in Brussels, I'm a missionary, they would be like, well, why aren't you going to Africa? They don't see the need for people to be telling others about God. I don't believe in God. Uh, my parents don't believe in God either. I don't even describe myself as a missionary. When I'm talking to people, I'll say I'm an artist, or I work with a church, or yeah, I like the word missionary is a big turn off. I'm not Christian, by the way. Um, it's uh, a bit uh, uh, pushed down, I think. When people hear you talking about God, 
they immediately equate it to their experience with the Catholic Church, which is very formal and very obligatory. I think in my entourage, in my family, we never speak about religion, we never, we never go to the church. When people ask me, why have you come to Belgium? Why have you come to Brussels? Part of me doesn't know how to answer that question, but I know that I'm called to use the gifts God has given me. And those gifts are in the area of the arts. Art plays a really significant role in Belgium. Yeah, this is an artistic uh, place. I mean, the Flemish masters from, you know, 15th, 16th centuries. I mean, this was fa a famous area for art for a long time. You look at music culture here, there are so many music festivals. Every town or village has some description of a festival where they will have live music. I love the potential of the arts. Music and the arts just kind of comes at telling people about God in a totally different direction. Art has a way of really, really breaking in and speaking to the soul. And sometimes people will see something in a picture or in a dance or a song that just really opens up their way of, of thinking. But it's not about the art form itself, but it's about the conversations that people can have uh, with artists um, while, while connecting with them. And I really believe that the church has an opportunity to connect through the arts in Belgium because there are so many narratives that come through in the arts world about identity, about life, about culture. All of these questions come up in, in a painting or in a song. And we as Christians can answer so many of the questions that they have. So the idea of that is the beginning point of a relationship. Maybe it's something that people find out that they have in common for a type of music or a style of art, that there can be an ongoing relationship formed and that would hopefully lead to a relationship with God because they see God in us. One of the long-term visions that I have for the work that I do here is to engage people who live in Belgium uh, in creating music, particularly for church settings. Belgium doesn't really have its own worship voice. It brings a lot of songs in from Australia, from Hillsong, or from Chris Tomlin, or from, from Opweking in the Netherlands, but it doesn't have its own voice. Having songs from their culture, it really makes a lot of sense to connect with them personally. We wonder as OM, like what would it be like if we incorporated that into the way that we do worship music in the church so that when we sing to Jesus together, it actually sounds Belgian. I'm super excited about a project that's kind of in the pipeline for OM and it's to create a recording studio so that uh, we can take the music that has been written by people who live in Belgium and record it so that it can be like sent out to other churches. And through that we really hope we really truly believe, in fact, that what will happen in the end is that we will see people come to Christ because the gospel makes sense, because the gospel is told in song, because a relationship with Christ is so beautifully illustrated and demonstrated in the way that we sing together as a church. And I'm also keen to kind of explore the area of visual art as well. A piece I'm working on at the moment is based on uh, the big Catholic church in St. Catherine and I saw like the outline of a city on it, the city on the church. 
for me that's a piece that's helping me with my sense of belonging to this neighbourhood. It's the iconic church in the middle of the neighbourhood and even though it's not my church, it's like we're building the kingdom here. To people who support me back home, thank you, thank you, thank you. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. Thank you for believing in me enough, whether it's sending me an email or a message on Facebook, whether it's contributing financially, whether it's praying for me. I love you a lot and thank you so much for believing enough in me to support me in this way. If I think about the needs of people who live in Brussels, I think of the need for something deeper, the need for connecting with the creator of the universe that there would be deeper sense of fulfillment because they know that this is the God of the universe, that I can have a relationship with him, wow. So if Activate Church is your church, we're asking that you get involved with Global Mission. It's not an optional extra that we do. This is who we are. And I'm not personally so concerned about how much you sow into it. That's between you and God. What I am really interested in is that you're on board, that you're part of the team, you're part of the family, and this is what we do, do, do together. And so... You know, if you think kind of, oh, well, mission's just that thing over there, that's what we do. No, it's not. It's an absolute big rock in who we are as a church. Kingdom-focused is who we are, it's what we do, and we really, really need you involved to make it work. So if you haven't got your cards in yet, please have a think about that. Get them in in the next week, and that'll be really helpful. If you have filled out your card tonight, the host team are going to collect them up now, so that'll be great. Thanks. Thanks, team. Well, we're going to continue on with worship, and so I'd like to invite you to stand to your feet. Um, this week, we've been feeling a real sense of releasing freedom, uh, and we've been praying that over the team today. And um, yeah, we just want to emphasize that freedom that isn't just something that we get given once, but we can experience it every day. And um, yeah, so I just want to really encourage you to not just think of this freedom being like, I've got it, but actually realize it in your mind every day that you are free, free from like stress of exams, or well, most of us are already if we're students, but with from the stresses of work, you're still free every day. No matter what state you're in, you are free because Jesus died for us. And so as we come to communion soon, I want you to be thinking of that before Jordan gives the message. But for now, we're going to sing and, yeah, just praise God for that freedom that he's given us. Do you 
thirst for a drink from the well Jesus is calling Oh come to the altar the Father's arms are open wide forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ leave behind leave behind your regrets and mistakes come today there's no reason to wait Jesus is calling bring your sorrows and trade them for joy from the ashes a new life is born Jesus is
Hey guys, so um, I was praying last night about what communion means to me. And so um, the, the thing that I think of is it's a gift. And so what makes a gift special? So um, it could be the person that gives it to you. It could be what it is. It's how important it is to you. But one thing it should be is it should be thought out. And it's most likely cost something. And the person that's given it to you has made a sacrifice of some of something. Like whether it's time, it's money, it could be anything. Um, or it, that, that it could just be time and like a painting that you could give someone or a drawing or a card. It has a sacrifice behind it. So they stop doing something in their life to do that one thing for you. And um, after that special time has gone, you think back to that time and you still smile or you laugh, whatever, whatever that feeling brought you. Um, and that feeling is joy, whether it's a smile or a laugh. Um, just sharing it, that makes you feel happy. So um, when we think of Jesus' crucifixion, we should smile. We should be happy. We should rejoice. Why? Because it's the ultimate gift anyone can ever have. The reason He died for us is He died for our sins and now we can have a full, free relationship with God. And to me, that is the best gift anyone could ever give me. And I'm sorry, parents, but that is. Um, and nothing else can measure up to salvation. Um, so um, I wanted to say today that we should be happy and we should smile. And we should laugh when we think of communion because it's a good thing. It shouldn't be so glum and depressing as some people think it can be. It's a time to be happy because now we can have that free relationship with the ultimate Father. And um, after reading Luke 22, where they have um, they sit down with Jesus and they have the bread and the wine, and He says, do this in remembrance of me. Jesus wasn't a sad, depressed guy, okay? He was happy and He loved His people, and that should be exactly what we should do when we have communion, we should be happy, we should laugh, and we should love on others. And that's what it's about. So today I want us to rejoice and thank God with laughter, smiling, or anything that makes you happy, that when people see it, they think of Jesus, and that's what Jesus did. So today, when you take your emblems, think of a time that you got a gift, or a time that Jesus gave you something, God gave you something that made you happy, and just thank Him for that. And go away and do that same thing or something like that for someone else because that's what makes the difference. So if you'd like to stand, um, finish your communion if you're still um, reflecting. But I invite you. We're going to be singing a, a new song tonight. And it's 
um, called Do It Again. And um, I love the words throughout the whole song. Um, but one of the phrases in it is, I've seen you move, you move the mountains. And God moves mountains and everything that we've spoken about so far, freedom, the, the sacrifice, the price that was paid for us to be here. And only God can move mountains. And so tonight as you worship, continue to step into that freedom and don't ever think that there's nothing that God can't handle because he can move the mountains, right? Yeah. All right. So yeah, stand. Welcome.
this heart. I have this hope as an echo for my soul.
that you're unshakable no matter what we're facing no matter what we're walking through at this current time in our journey of life I thank you that you're unshakable that you don't change that you're always there that you've promised you will never leave us that you're dependable that we can put our hope in you that we can trust you that we can hold on to you in the good times tough times. You're always going to get ready. Actually, while they go get ready, take a couple of minutes, say hello to each other, and then we're going to kind of move closer in here, okay? We're going to get in close, but we're not going to block the camera. It's going to be tricky. So feel free to jump out of your seats for a couple of minutes, say hello to a couple of people around you, and we'll kick off again in one or two minutes.
Fantastic. If you'd like to come up closer around the water, you're most welcome. In fact, I encourage it. This morning got cold water, it was tough for them. So, yeah, feel free if you want to go up around the edge of the stage there, do just don't fall off. This is great. Squeeze round, except for just here, because the camera is going to go through here. And see, it needs to see where the back of my head is. So if you're in front of the back of my head, as good looking as my head is. Standing in front of you. Do you want us to move more? Guide us. So if you can see yourself on the screen, that means you're standing in way of the water. And you need to like part like the Red Sea. But feel free to come up here if you want to as well. You can see better. Great. You're starting? Kia ora, kia ora. All right, so this is, uh, this is Elijah's moment. So if you're talking to your friend, you might want to listen to him because this is important. So Elijah, would you like to share with us, uh, why have you chosen to be baptized? Uh, really just to see what God has for me. Yeah. To Mickey, bro. All right. <laughs> Jump it up in the steps, mate. It's uh, fairly, fairly warm-ish. Yeah, it's, it's not too bad. Um, just... Don't shake, don't shake, you're gonna scare, don't shake, don't shake. Yeah, I'm praying you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so before I pray, I, I had this really cool like picture for you. Right. And I know you were really excited when you showed me a t shirt your friends have made, and I hope it's those friends that you invited today, because it's gonna embarrass them a little bit. But it was about being a hobbit. Right? So naturally, hobbits were depicted as very small people. Not judging. I married a hobbit. Um, but I was out at Hobbiton today, and I've been talking about your baptism to everyone I meet. Like, I'm really excited to do this. Like, for me, baptism is something that's absolutely mind-blowing. It's like giving your life to Jesus all over again, except we throw you underwater. But um, one of the, the clips they show you in the bus when you're in Hobbiton is old, I think it's Bilbo Baggins, gets a mission and he runs and he's really excited and he's running through the Shire and they were explaining how that clip worked and it was, it was mind-blowing. But 
when you see the finished product of what had happened. Because there's 26 shots that they had to film of this man running. But we don't see the 26 shots. We see the final film. But when we see the final film, it looks amazing. And when he's running, he leaps over things and nothing's stopping him because he's screaming out to people. They're like, where are you going? He's like, I have a mission. I have a mission. And I can see you being like that, not because you're short, but knowing, knowing that you have a mission. You've chosen to do this because you have a mission. God's given you the papers and said, this is your mission. Go. Go, take your mission. Be excited. Go on, go on your adventure. Because that was the mission. The mission wasn't go slay the dragon. The mission wasn't go get the ring. The, mission, the paper said, go on your adventure. So this is your adventure. See, once we've, once we've baptized you, this, and you come up, you're on the adventure now. You've got to walk with God. You've got to trust Him daily. Talk to Him daily. And journey with Him daily. So Lord, we thank you for Elijah. We thank you that he's made this choice. He's chosen today to baptize, to be baptized in your name, Lord. He's chosen today to start a journey with you. Lord, let him be excited and run the race you've chosen for him. But Lord, let him know that in the times where he has to leap over objects and obstacles in his way, know that you have given him the strength to do so. So Father, we thank you for today. And we thank you for the decision he has made. Elijah, by the confession of your faith, we baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. If you come down here and some guys are going to pray with you. How about gathering around him and praying for him here? It'd be great. Awesome. If you've got a prophetic word for him, feel free to, to bring that. It's just encouraging stuff. That's great. I'll save that for later. of baptism. Father, we thank you that, Lord, through these waters as Elijah has Lord, come out of them, the Lord, there's new life. Lord, there's a destiny before him that, Lord, you're calling him into. And Father, I pray that something of the mantle of Elijah of old would be upon this Elijah of the new. Father, may he rise up in the power of your spirit, knowing that you're with him. Father, may he be hungry for you. May he pursue the things of God and that, Lord, he would know that you pursue him, that you're absolutely for him, that you rejoice with singing and dancing over him. That, Lord, you so delight in him. And I pray that, Lord, every moment of the day, from the moment he wakes in the morning to the moment that he sleeps at night, Lord, he would know that you're smiling over him, rejoicing in him, because, Lord, you're for him. And you're with him. And I just want to encourage you, Elijah, you bring great delight to the Lord. He absolutely loves you. He rejoices over you. And he wants you to know that inside and out, he's absolutely for you. In Jesus' name, amen. As we're praying for you, I, get this, I had this picture in my mind of two of you. 
and I get the sense that there's the version we see on the outside and then there's another version on the inside, the internal. And I get a real sense that over this next period of time, God's going to bring the two together a bit like a zip, really, when you zip a zip together. And there's going to become a great confidence in you to start to show the Elijah on the inside. And I want to encourage you in that. I want to encourage you just to allow God to do that work. Because what, what I, I get a sense, there's actually a real strong young man inside. And um, God's going to use you. And he's going to continue to develop that. And uh, just in his time, he's going to bring it. But, but don't fight him on it. Just go with him on it. Because, you know, it is the real you. And you're on a, uh, you're on a journey of discovery. Both, both sides are the real you. But you're on a, this journey of discovery that God's really going to solidify something significant. Don't be afraid of it. He's only got the best for you in mind. So it's cool. Elijah, we named you Elijah Daniel. Elijah, you are a person who will challenge false gods out in your out in society, and you will stand in front of lions and have no fear. And I pray that over you right now, buddy, that the Holy Spirit would transform you into what Sheridan has just said—a complete and true you, that the scales from here on today would be broken away and that you'd find comfort in the presence of his Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I just want to thank you for this moment right now. You have given some amazing words to Elijah and he knows that he's always known it. And I just want to thank you, Lord, that this is the moment that he has chosen to, to um, step out in his faith and, right. and make a decision, Lord yeah. Jesus, that this is a new road, Lord. And um, I want to thank, thank you for watching over him. He has been named, and he was named with a strong name because we wanted to give our kids strong names. And um, I just thank you, Lord, that you have watched over him. And that word for him today, Lord, um, is just perfect. And so I just pray that you will just continue to help him stand strong and that that true Elijah will come out and people will start to know who, who he really is and, like you say, the strong man that he is. I thank you for him. In Jesus' name. Yeah, um, just when he said the words coming out, I, I, um, I got a picture actually of you roaring. It's like a rah! Um, and yeah, I just see that. Oh, there's, a, there's a whole new Elijah that, that um, people around you are yet to see. I hear that sniggering <laughs> beside me. <laughs> there's a whole new Elijah that people are yet to see, and you know that it's within you. <laughs> but um, yeah, you've got to step into that. And I think Sheridan said, you know, one, one step at a time, whatever, but you've got to step into that. And so let the world around you see that. Rah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I honour, I honour this family. The, your family heritage, um, it is, yeah, extre- extremely um, precious. Your family, I know there's other family here that is so, so precious. And so rise up into that. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah, 
you're the fourth generation. And I know that God's going to step up and lead you through. You've got so much to depend on and so much that you can give to others. And we just praise you right now. We praise you because you're going to praise God. And you're going to be strengthened with this God that you're going to know so much about right from both sides of the family, the Rollings and the Salisbury's. You've come through and uh, you'll be able to be led by the knowledge that you've been passed down through the ancestors. In your name, Jesus. Giving him a big hand. Okay. MJ and family, come on up. Okay. <clears throat> Special time, eh? Wow. So you're going to tell us why you're going to go through these waters of baptism? Because it's a really important step in my faith. And, yeah. Isn't that awesome? A really important step. Let's give you a big hand for that. Why don't you jump in the water? God, what a privilege to be a testimony to this big step in Amy's life. Thank you that we can be here and watch and see her take the next step in her life of faith. Thank you that she has come to the point where she is laying off the old, leaving it behind and standing up in something new, something beautiful, something wonderful. And as she starts a new journey in Christ Jesus, as she clothes herself with Christ through the baptism, we just want to release her of all expectation that has been brought upon her by humans, by those who love her, plans and purposes that they set apart for her. We just release her from those and we release her into your plans and purposes, Lord. We call over her the future that you have for her. We want her to become the young lady that you've purposed her to be. And uh, she bears no uh, baggage on her shoulders, no baggage of human expectation, no baggage of anything that anybody has placed upon her. Tonight she leaves it all behind and she will become a mighty woman in your kingdom. She will become a woman full of faith. Many will come to her for encouragement and wisdom and words of counsel. And they will rely on her because hers will be an everlasting faith, a beautiful faith, a faith that never wavers. And we just release her into your arms and into your future for her. In Jesus' name. Okay, Amy, by the confession of your faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Awesome. It's wonderful. Come down to the front, Amy, and we'll gather around you and pray.
special moment for mum and dad and family, so come and take a spot over here, Amy, and let's gather around here and pray. Yeah. Who's going to pray first? Father God, thank you that we can just bring Amy to you in this wonderful day and this evening of decision. And Father, we want to bless her with all the blessings from heaven. Father, that whatever you've planned for her, that that will become the truth in her life. Father, that she will not lose sight of who you are, that she will draw strength from you, that she will draw inspiration from you, that she'll find a deep love for your word and your truth, and may she live and grow in that. May your spirit, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, be within her and encourage her and make her strong, Father. Let her light shine as bright as the stars among those in this world, Father. May she be the salt of the earth to those who need refreshing. We pray the joy and the peace of God upon her. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Amy. Um, I get the picture of an ocean, and to me, the ocean is powerful and beautiful and pure, and I believe that God has called you to be a powerful woman of God, and, you know, don't hold back, like... Your personality is really big, and I believe that God is going to do amazing things with that. And he has called you to use that and, and be powerful with your words and your actions. And I, and I believe that in the future that you are going to do amazing things through him. And it's awesome to see that you have made this step. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how to word this, but I kind of got a word for you, and it's... Um, you're not how other people view you or what they see. You're not the imperfections that people pick out on you because you're God's and you're what he defines you to be. And so you shouldn't worry about what everybody thinks about you because you're so much more than that because what God sees is someone who's so beautiful and they can do so much and you just have the ability to do so much in him and that you just need to look towards that rather than what other people say. Amy, I just uh, saw a picture of you taking a step. It was, it's a darkness, but as you stay, take a step and you put your foot down, a step appears of jewels, and you take the next step, and the same thing happens. So take a step of faith. God's with you. Don't look at the darkness. Trust him. You'll lead the way. Hi, Amy. Um, I was just... The songs that we sang before, um, every time it came up that God has never failed us. And I think that he really wants you to keep in mind that he will never fail you. Everything about him is unfailing. His word, his love, everything about him is unfailing. And he wants you to keep that in mind because life isn't easy. And he loves you and he never wants you to leave him because he'll never leave you. So he wants you to keep in mind that he will never ever fail you. Amy, what I pray just now, I believe, is true for you. You're not here to live other people's dreams and purposes and plans for you. However much they love you, whatever plans they have for you, they're all born of the flesh. 
you are here to pursue God's plan and purpose for your life. He's got a good plan, a perfect plan, a very beautiful plan. And you must find that plan, my God, and live that plan. Amy, I want to encourage you with these words from Isaiah 11. They were spoken about Jesus, and I believe he wants to speak them over you. And the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, we'll say, Amy. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on Amy. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and she will delight in obeying the Lord. And so, Father, I thank you for Amy, and I pray that, Lord, your Spirit would rest easy upon her, Lord. That, Father, she wouldn't have to strive to do things in human effort or her own strength, but, Lord, there would be such sweet communion with you and her that, Lord, your spirit would invade every part of her being, that, Lord, she would live, Lord, as we've read, through the spirit of the Lord. And so, Father, we pray for fresh impartation of your spirit, that, Lord, every day as she breathes of the air, that, Lord, she would be breathing the breath of God, that, Lord, would fuel her and energize her to serve you and to live for you. Lord, may your grace, may your light shine through her. Father, may it radiate the goodness of Christ, that everybody that sees her, everybody that comes, Lord, in contact with her will be amazed at the light of Jesus shining through her. So, Father, I pray, may your grace carry and strengthen her to be all that you've called her to be, a woman of destiny, a woman set apart for such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amy, just before we finish, I really sense, I don't know if you're really bright at school or she is? Yeah, there you go. So God's gifted you with an incredible mind, but for you, people tend to swing either way. Often they they can be very academic, very bright, but the faith life suffers. And I really get a sense that God's calling you to develop your faith as you develop your mind. You're going to be incredibly powerful and effective, but develop both. Don't just lean one way. Cool. Awesome. Great. <clears throat> Reuben? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Reuben, how's it going? Great. Wasn't this a great night? You're wonderful. Would you like to share with us why you want to be water baptized? This is your next step for Jesus? Yes, please. Yeah. Isn't that good? Yes. Yes, please, my next step with Jesus. So, Ruben, why don't you jump up? We're going to pray over you and then share it. Yeah, come in. Father, we thank you for Reuben. Father, we thank you that, Lord, he is many miles from his home. But in many ways, Lord, his home is here with you. And Father, as he has said yes to following Jesus, as he said yes to the call of God, Father, we thank you that we can stand with him to see him go through these waters of baptism. And we pray your grace and your favor would rest on him, that he would live as a mighty man of God, serving you and your purposes in his generation, in Jesus' name. Reuben, with the confession of your faith, it's our great privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Father, we thank you for Lewin. We thank you for his desire to follow the steps of Jesus and to go through these waters of baptism. Lord, thank you for his faith. Thank you for his desire to follow you and to serve you. And we pray that, Lord, as he goes through these waters, he will go to a completely new level as he lives for you and for your purposes. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Lewin, the confession of your faith, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Gather in and let's pray for these great young men. Father, we thank you for these two fine young men. And uh, Father, I pray that, Lord, like the brothers of Scripture, James and John, Father, that, Lord, there would be something of a oneness in you that they would share as they would live their lives for Jesus. Father, I pray from this night on that, Lord, this would be no ordinary event for them. Father, I pray they would go to another level in you, Lord, empowered by your Spirit. Father, that they would live and see Jesus in and around them. They would live by the power of your Spirit, I pray, O God. And Father, we part afresh your Spirit to them, that, Lord, you would fill them and overflow them. Lord, may they be hungry for your word. Father, may they be hungry for the things of your spirit. Father, I pray, let them build great relationships with you and with others, Lord. That, Father, they will be such a treasure in your kingdom, such a treasure in the family of God. And so, Father, we bless them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I see for you both today has been a real establishment, like God is planting you in good soil, and that uh, there's going to be a stability, uh, there's going to be a sureness in your faith for both of you that um, is going to produce really good fruit. So I declare that today in Jesus' name over you both, individually, but also together. Father, that you would establish them in you today. Father, that that would be a sure thing. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would fill each of them afresh today. Thank you, Jesus. And these two young men would produce great fruit for the kingdom. Yes. In Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. And we declare your blessing over them both. In the name of Jesus. Kia ora, gentlemen. I just want to remind you dudes that you got, you got your own thing going on, right? Like words and like things people say and encourage you with. You've got to go away and test those, right? The word teaches us to like test everything and hold on to what is good. And, and this is great, but you, you guys have to go back to the Father. You guys got to go back to Jesus and be like, what's, what's my thing? Who do you say that I am, right? Because that's completely different to everybody else. You've got your own thing going on. 
So you've got to be strong in that. All right? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a different thing, and it is a good thing. So Jesus, I, just, I want to ask that you would, you would speak so clearly, so deeply to these gents, who they are, who you say they are, that their thoughts about themselves would be as, as close and uh, intrinsic with your thoughts about them, that they would think about themselves the way that you think of them. They would see themselves the way that you see them. They would know who they are as you say they are. And that they would learn to test everything against that. Thank you that their roots are growing deep down into your love. Yeah, I encourage you both to look at John 15. It talks about Jesus being the vine and, and us being the branches. Have a good read of that and let him speak to you. Fantastic. Go and get yourselves warm. Fantastic. Well done. How about giving them a big hand? Isn't that excellent? Great. Okay. Okay, I'm going to encourage us with a thought before we finish. Wasn't that exciting? It didn't look too warm though, did it? It was warm at the start? Yeah? Must have cooled down a bit, I think. <laughs> How are we all doing? Good. Um, okay, so just imagine, we've got uh, voting coming up. Just imagine, we have Talia and Terence. We're going to use our imaginations here, Okay. Talia and Terence from TA are our local ministers, right? We vote for local ministers soon in September. Okay, so go with me here. They're our local, yeah, ministers, MPs, yeah, <laughs> yes, local ministers. Talia and Terence from TA, they go along to uh, Tunisia, okay? Tunisia over the other side of the world. They hop on the plane and they're like, they're representing us, right? They're representing the great mighty Waikato, our local MPs, Talia and Terence from TA. Here they go. They hop on the plane. They go in business class. They're like, well, this is pretty good. I like being an MP. I like being a minister. Um, by the way, we're all ministers, okay? So I'm going there, okay? Just, so just go with me. Use your imagination. So, so Talia and Terence from TA... Representing us, representing the great mighty Waikato, our ministers, they, they arrive in Tunisia. They go to their accommodation and it is nice. It is a nice accommodation in Tunisia. And so they check in there and they're like, they've got all these appointments lined up. They've got all these, you know, there's a whole lot of their schedule is pretty full, you know, they've got to see all these people to, because they're representing us, they need to talk about public relations, you know, with the great mighty Waikato, how we can benefit each other, it's good for us. So they've got all these appointments lined up, but the accommodation is so good, they're like, oh man, there's a buffet on, we need to go and check out the buffet. So they ditch the first appointment because, that, you know, the buffet is amazing in Tunisia. Then they see there is... 
Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman star. She's there. She's teaching some um, Wonder Woman skills <laughs> or something like that. So maybe some stunts. <laughs> Wonder Woman stunts. She's, and they're like, oh, man, we need to check this out. Gal Gadot was here teaching some Wonder Woman stunts. So they ditch the next appointment there for them. And so then... Then they check, oh my goodness, there's 21 Pilots is going to be performing here in, our, in the place where we're staying. And so they're like, man, we, we can't miss out on 21 Pilots. So they go along to 21 Pilots and there's another couple of appointments that they've missed. And then um, Ibrahimovic. <laughs> is that how you say it? <laughs> He's teaching some ball skills, right? <laughs> So they're like, well, Ibrahimovic, or whoever you say his name, is there. So they ditch another of the appointment. Anyway, are you with me? Using your imagination. So here's Terence and Talia from TA. They're like, they have missed all of their appointments, representing us, the great mighty Waikato. They missed all their appointments, but they had an amazing time. They have been really enjoying Tunisia. And... Um, they basically, they enjoy their time there. They ne uh, negate all of their responsibilities as a minister, as ambassadors, and come home um, feeling good about themselves, but not so good that they negated their responsibilities, enjoy the comfort, the surroundings. My question is that I want to leave us tonight. We are ministers, right? When we are in relationship with Jesus... We are ministers. We are ambassadors. You can read that for yourselves in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 from verse 11 onwards. It talks about us being uh, ambassadors. And it, in fact, it commands us, commands us to reconcile people to God. That is our responsibility, our responsibility as ambassadors, as ministers, to reconcile people to God around about us. Are we negating our responsibility as ministers, as ambassadors? Are we enjoying our safe nine-to-five life? Uh, just enjoying maybe the perks, the perks of the job, which is, we who talked about hope before? Somebody talked about hope. Was that you, Sarah? Or, oh, yeah. And, and you know, what Jesus has done for us on the cross, Jordan talked about, we have this incredible peace we have joy. Even through the tough times, we can have joy. We have incredible perks when we are in relationship with Jesus. But we, do we just keep that to ourselves? Do we just hold on to that and go, man, this is good. I'm enjoying this. Or do we overflow? Do we reconcile others to God as it commands us in 2 Corinthians 5? We are all ministers we are ambassadors. And, and so can I just say to you that I don't get this right all the time. I, I um, can be a little bit, bit rowdy on the sidelines at football on a Saturday morning. And sometimes I can get angry with the, the uh, ref. Oh, I'm not the only one, am I? Sometimes I can get really angry with the ref. And sometimes I can get a little bit rowdy. And sometimes I might be a little bit stroppy. And so I may not be always be a good ambassador. Actually, I think, Ezra, I think your dad actually told my, um, my husband to take me home one day. I found out about afterwards, would you just take her home? 
It's like, oh my goodness. But I, I'm sure he said that out of love. Anyway. <laughs> Sheridan replied and said, no, you'd, he wanted your dad to take me home. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I don't always get it right. But sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. You know, there, I was walking around the lake the other day and there was a lady that stopped and said she wanted to know what was that big, what's that big mansion? Excuse me. She said, what's that big mansion up there? You know, that lovely big home, the Gallagher house. And, and so I told her and, and then, you know, I said, oh, you know what, are you not from Hamilton? And, and turns out she was from uh, New Plymouth. Her husband was in hospital. He'd had a heart attack. And I was like, we're part of a church, you know, can we help you? Can we, what can we do for you? Can I pray for you right now? Turns out she was a Christian. (laughs) But sometimes I get it right. Sometimes I step out. Sometimes I talk to others and pray for others. I was able to pray for a man last Sunday and release the peace of God upon his life. I encourage us. That is what we are called to do when we are in relationship with Jesus. We are called to reconcile others to Him. That is what we are commanded to do. So I encourage us today, I encourage myself, let's not keep this to ourselves. Let's not keep, I mean, you know, these amazing ones getting baptized tonight. Let's not keep it to ourselves. Let's overflow what God has given to us. Let's be obedient and do what He's called us to do. So uh, I want to invite you, if there's anyone here tonight that doesn't know what it is to be reconciled to God, to, li- to live in relationship with Him, as we've seen these ones take that next step in their relationship with God, saying, I don't want anything of the past. I want to live for Him. I want to go forward in Him. I want to I go forward in my relationship with Jesus. It is amazing to have to live with Jesus. It is incredible to have relationship with our Creator, my Heavenly Father. It is amazing. So would everyone please close your eyes? I'd love to give opportunity for anyone who would like to respond tonight and say, yeah, I want to know what it is to live in relationship with a Heavenly Father who loves me. Is there anyone here? Would you give me a wave? I'd love to pray for you. Awesome. It's fantastic. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Awesome. Is there anyone else? Awesome, thank you. That's great. Is there anyone else? Awesome, fantastic. Awesome, I'm struggling to count. I think I've seen seven hands. Is there anyone else? Awesome, thank you. Well, God, I thank you so much for these wonderful people who have responded to you tonight. I thank you that you call them your your sons and your daughters. I thank you that, Jesus, you came and you died on the cross for us. You took our place. You reconciled us to God, our Heavenly Father. And I thank you that you did that for each one of these precious lives. You did that for each one of us here tonight. I thank you. And I pray that these ones would uh, 
have an absolute ball getting to know you more, getting to know your incredible love for each one of them, getting to know your call and your plan, uh, for the, your purpose for the, each one of their lives. I thank you that you are with them every moment, that you never, ever, ever leave us. I thank you that you give us strength. I thank you that you give us your peace. I thank you for your incredible joy, your hope. I ask that you would deposit all of that and more into these beautiful lives right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you that you've called us, your church, to represent you, to be your ministers, your ambassadors. I thank you for that privilege of the call upon our lives. May we do that justice. May we be obedient to you. May we um, be filled with courage and open our mouths. May we not be selfish and keep it to ourselves. But may we overflow. May we be instrumental in serving you and your love to other people around about us. Thank you, God. Thank you for the many lives that are going to be touched this week through us. Thank you, Lord. Pour out your blessing upon your church and your protection in Jesus' name. Amen. Fantastic. Have a great week. That's great. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming out tonight. Can I remind you as we go uh, to be purposed in our giving, giving stations on the left on your way out. Have a fantastic week. I'm going to pray for you quickly. Um, if you responded then to Jen, feel free to come down and see her at the end or see myself. We'd love to pray with you and help you on your journey with Jesus any way that we can. We'd like to stand. Let me declare God's blessing over us all before we hit the week. Father, I thank you that you're asking us wherever we are and whenever we're, we're there this week to be like Jesus. So I ask that you would help each one of us do that that uh, you would pour courage into each one of us. You'd give each one of us eyes and ears to hear and see what's happening around us and what you'd like done in those situations that we'd be able to step into them. And Father, this week I declare your blessing over every person in this place. I declare every person to be blessed as we go. Health for every person in Jesus' name. Great relationships for Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you for these ones that have been baptised tonight. I ask particularly for them that you would watch over them and protect them throughout this week. In Jesus' name. As with the rest of the church. Amen. Have a fantastic week. Can someone tell me what young adults are doing tonight? Maccas and Five Crossroads. Young adults or youth? Young adults? Youth, you're not doing anything tonight. Tough luck. Young adults? Maccas, fantastic. Have an awesome week. We're not going to sing as we go. We're just in jam or something. See you later.